Welcome to another episode of the Backstage Experience Podcast. Jumping right into it. My name is Dave Morales. And I am David Johnson. All right. So before we jump into the podcast, that is Shadow and Bone. You may already, people that are listening right now may already know what Shadow and Bone is. It's based on a series of novels. If you don't know what Shadow and Bone is, you're about to. It is one of the most sought out, searched shows that's coming up on Netflix. And that is one of the reasons why we wanted to dedicate an entire episode of the Backstage Experience podcast. Because uh, not only do we have exclusive interviews with the entire cast, but we want to break down and tell you what this is all about. Now, David, be honest with me right off the top. What do you know about Shadow and Bone? I know zero things about Shadow and Bone. I know it's a young adult series, uh, young adult novel series, and that's about it. Dude, there is nothing wrong with that because, in fact, that actually makes me excited because by teaching you about Shadow and Bone, and I'm going to be honest with you, I did not know anything about these fantasy novels. I only know about it because of the Netflix series. I have seen five episodes of the upcoming series. I liked what I saw so much. In the five episodes that Netflix sent me as media preview, because that's how we get access to these shows so we can interview the cast. And sometimes they'll send us the entire series. Sometimes they won't. In this particular case for Shadow and Bone, I got five episodes. I wrote Netflix and I said, dude, I and I did put dude in my email. (laughs) I said, I like this so much. I can't wait for the show. Well, they had went ahead and sent me the entire series. But, Dave, we have so many projects going right now, as you know, between Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah, everything that's going on. I just now have had a chance to to, uh, to end it. So I think I'm going to watch it in real time, though, as they're released on Netflix. And I'm just so excited about the fact that this series is coming out. All right. Uh, we're going to jump into it. We've got the entire cast, and we're going to break down the series and tell you about each character as we run the interviews, which we're going to be- begin here just in a minute. But your very first lesson, David... In shadow and bone class, okay. Do you like do you do you like the Hunger Games? Yes, Hunger Games were great. The books and the movies were great. I agree. Second part of this first lesson, learning about shadow and bone. Do you like Harry Potter? Yes. Believe it or not, I think I've only seen three of the seven movies total. Like I was not a big Harry Potter person growing up. I never got a chance to like go through them similar to like like i was like a narnia and lord of the rings kid and i never got a chance to like oh the new harry potter movie is out let's go see it i never got into it so i know of harry potter and i've seen some of it so i understand like the general concepts of harry potter final question for your lesson uh do you like oceans 11 oh of course of course shadow and bone is so for you so i will recap the first lesson of shadow and bone the classroom Hunger Games meets Harry Potter meets meets Ocean's Eleven. And when I reference Ocean's Eleven particularly, the high stakes uh, part of it, you know, the high stakes, uh, the the heist of that particular film. This classroom is going to get even better because what we're going to do is we're going to meet the entire cast of Shadow and Bone. And as you listen to this podcast you know, listen to the descriptives. The questions that I asked were, you know, how, what was thrilling about them being a part of this? Uh, the filming, was it as exciting as, you know, the story is laid out? Um, the costumes, you know, uh, the, the visuals of this series 
are incredible. They spared no expense. So yeah, what we're going to do is fiction. we're going to break down the episodes, yeah. or rather the, the interviews, the cast. And I, I call the cast divided up into two groups, the good team and the mischievous team. <laughs> okay? So we're going to start with the good people. Okay? There's a guy, uh, a character named Ger- General uh, Kerrigan, and he's played by Ben Barnes. Jessie Mae Lee, who is Alina, the girl with the powers. You may remember, remember I said that. And she has a friend, Mal, who is played by Archie Renoir in, in the series. Okay? Um, actually, some of the characters we've seen in other things before. I remember Ben Barnes because Ben Barnes has been, most recently, he's been in Westworld. He was in, uh, he was in The Punisher, season one and two. And he was in Narnia a while ago. So he's already done the fantasy, the fantasy road trip so to speak. Can I tell you, it was, was a trip for me to interview him and looking at him. And the whole time I'm thinking of Narnia because I love those movies <laughs> and I really <laughs> wanted to bust into Narnia <laughs> questions, but obviously you can't Ben, Jesse May Lee and Archie. This is shadow and bone on the backstage experience podcast. Ben, I'm going to start with you. How do you get ready for a role like this? I mean, uh, training wise, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I think I think we were led by our Bible, which was, uh, you know, the books by Lee Bardugo. I think we all had like little lists of our sort of dream, <laughs> dream dialogue and lines from the books that we wanted to kind of get into the show. Um, but but uh, it, you know, once we landed in Budapest, which was where we filmed the show, we got into the stunt training and the horse riding training, which is so much fun, and then the costuming, which helps you with the characters so much, which is so stunning in this show. Um, and then we kind of got into like looking at other, talking with the directors and the and the showrunners about you know different performances in other movies that we maybe could draw from from these characters and yeah so there was a, it was a busy it was a busy busy time in our pre production. Jesse, uh, you know the entire world is waiting for this series, including myself. Um, you know, tons of people excited. How would you describe your character Alina to those to those fans that are getting ready to watch this? She's she's a very complex person she's had a real she's had a real life um and you know i hoped that we were able to capture that um she she's she's an incredibly strong person and she's got this innate power that you see from you know kaylin who plays young alina you know she has this strength to her so we know that alina is very powerful but she's also been completely you know downtrodden by life she's been she's been dragged through it a lot and that's made her gentle and you know wary and things so she's a really complex person and she she really learns to to you know understand herself and her power and her responsibility as the show goes on so she really does go from being someone who doesn't know who they are to someone who understands the extent of their responsibility and their power so she's a really interesting character ah and one of the themes of this show at least that's what i picked up thank you for that answer fantastic archie um you're in costume, you're looking around at the set. It looks like a massive production. What's going through your head when you see this coming to life and you're a part of it? I mean, yeah, it was incredible. That first moment of stepping out onto the, the first set we got to see uh, was the army barracks or the first army tent, the first army camp. Um, and I remember just thinking, wow, this is like all for us. Like we're all part of this epic fantasy series. I mean, there was like, the attention to detail was incredible. They'd like shipped in tons of sand, uh, that every tent had something uh, inside, like the detail was just incredible. And and then there's us like in the middle of it all with all these like 
supporting artists extras and stuff in the middle of the story it was a, it was a bit of a pinch pinch yourself moment um but one i'm so so grateful for and 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 yeah i loved i loved every minute of it yeah well, I, i've been so fortunate to actually be involved in quite a lot of fantasy stuff over the last uh 15 years or so um you know based on kind of beloved books but this is something that feels really kind of fresh and original I think it will be very new to a lot of people but like you say there's a lot of kind of diverse aspects to it in terms of um you know the world the world building you've got the you know the Shuhans and the Fjordans and the Suli and the and and the Zemini and 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 all these different kind of uh, races coming together and all these different kind of worlds and cultures set within this kind of like czar punk uh, Slavic kind of uh, architecture and and and, and world um, and so it it really does feel like something really kind of uh, uh, really kind of fresh and 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 having just binged the series Netflix hacked into our accounts and dropped us the series early so. Uh, so having just binged it myself, you know, it's a really kind of exciting, exciting journey. And we are back with the Backstage Experience podcast. If you're listening right now, we are currently in the classroom of Shadow and Bone. And I'm starting to learn a little bit more, as Dave has told me. It's It feels very similar to Maze Runner, Divergent, Narnia. I'm getting that fantasy element feel and I'm enjoying it. So the next question I have for Dave is obviously... Well, what's the next lesson? Who do we find out from next? So we have learned that Shadow and Bone basically is like an Ocean's Eleven. Think of the heist. Think of Harry Potter. Think of uh, um, um, Hunger Games. Yeah, I was like, I know there's one more, and I'm supposed to be the teacher. We're going to continue uh, with our interviews here on the Backstage Experience podcast. This is the group that I call the Mischievous Room. So you will listen to this podcast, and then you'll watch Shadow and Bone. That is certainly our hope. And you will remember the interview that we had. This is the group. They're mischievous. They, they're always hustling. They're always looking for a, uh, like a scam. You know, they're, they're, they're one of the guys, I'm not going to tell you who, likes to gamble when he's on missions and things like mm -hmm. that. So this is the room that, that being said, I had the most fun mm -hmm. with. And I was like, and, and you'll hear me at the, at the beginning of this interview, this is the group that I would have hung out with. Just the way that they, they're they just sly. And I'm not a, don't think I'm a sinister person. It's just that th <laughs> this group seems more fun. The other group is good. They're heroes. I get it. But this group, they, they, they don't necessarily get into trouble, Yeah, <laughs> but they do. Does that make any sense, David? Yes, 100%. I'm 100% on that team of I like having characters that aren't very obviously hero characters. I like when you have characters that are more so kind of in the gray in between where they're not like a bad person, but they may be on the lookout for themselves versus what is specifically supposed to be the right thing to do. I think it makes a better character because you can relate more with people who are more cut from the same cloth as you. I completely agree, and that's why they're more fun. Uh, Freddie Carter plays the character Kaz. Uh, Amita <laughs> Suman plays Inej. I love Inej. She's so good in this series. And uh, okay. the character of Jesper, who's the real silly one. And this guy, uh, Kit Young, plays mm -hmm. Jesper, and and he's the one that you're going to really like. As you watch Shadow and Bone, you're going to be like, I like this guy. So uh, Freddie Carter, Amita Suman, Kit Young, <laughs> they're going to talk a little bit about their characters. Let's roll those interviews. 
you know, the fantasy genre, the storyline, your your characters, and I'm talking to you three, were there points where you all, as you were acting these out and filming, where you're like, this is wicked. This is, it seems like you had a great time doing this, but you had to be going through your head. You were like, this is just wicked. Definitely. I mean, there are some, some sequences which were kind of sort of pinch me moments where you're sort of looking around and you realize that actually a whole bunch of people have got together and built a city you know, <laughs> this city which someone wrote in a book all those years ago, and they've put such incredible detail into it. You know, there is actual steam rising from the drain drain pipes, and it's actually raining, and there's, you know, people bustling around. And it's kind of, you know, amazing, because you're like, well, there's no acting required. I don't have to imagine anything. I'm just walking down this street in a fantastical city. You know, that, that's a real treat. Amita, um, how did you get ready uh, for, this, for this role? Uh, you, you know, the knives... Um, there had to be some training. You you pull knives out of places, right? You just you have them all over. You have them all over, girl. <laughs> Tell me how you got ready. Um, that's such a great question. Um, I I hadn't had any training before this. I I didn't have any experience with knives apart from you know chopping your uh, vegetables. Um, but I said to myself, you know, I cannot uh, be an edge if I don't feel the strength that she does. So I did a lot of training. Um, and I actually built the most muscle I had ever built um, in my life. Um, in terms of the knives, I, I, again, I didn't have any professional training with the knives. I was just gifted these 14 beautiful engraved knives. Um, and our costume designer, Wendy, uh, she said, you know, we need to fit these many on. And I was just like, how are we going to do that? But the trick was to kind of reduce the size. So, and each one of them had their own uh, place some place you see and some place you don't um, and as you're talking about the knives that uh, in Inezra's hair in the ponytail she actually has a, a hidden uh, dart that she uses in in one of the episodes to to do something with <laughs> um, mm -hmm. yeah it, the physical training was just amazing I'd never felt so empowered uh, I, I guess um, all right kid I I love the, the smirk that your character, the facial expressions <laughs> that you make. Uh, I like to gamble on football games. So uh, I was particularly drawn to your character and I'm not <laughs> ruining anything, you know, spoilers here, but what, what yeah. mentally, how did you prepare to play Jesper? I think, you know, he's, he, there was again, similar to what Freddie said, there were moments when acting wasn't really required because the, 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 the Jesper, how we meet him, is kind of looking at all the opportunities. Everything is a fun possibility, whether it's gambling or whether it's crime or whether it's someone he finds attractive or whether it's getting into a fight and really shooting off. Like, I think I just got to look around at all of the amazing things that were around us and just respond off of those things and, and get excited about it. Like, we all nerded out about all of it as we were making it. So um, I think, you know, I just got to be a part of that magic and I got to smile more than these two because they're a bit more, <laughs> they're a bit more, they're a bit more stern. Um, they've got they've got gruffer exteriors, or as I get to walk around and cheeky wink here and a little bit of a smile there and crack a joke here. It was it was great fun. It's the Backstage Experience podcast. That's what you are listening to. I'm Dave Morales along with David Johnson, and we are talking the upcoming Shadow and Bone fantasy series debuting on Netflix on Friday, April the twenty third. And, you know, these are they're an investment. I will tell you that the, 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 the shows, the episodes themselves are about an hour long. So it is an investment. 
But I'm going to tell you right now also that it is so worth it because if you are into fantasy, and again, I compared Hunger Games, uh, you know, uh, Harry Potter, Ocean's Eleven-ish with the heist, the adrenaline, the the fast, the pace of trying to get, you know, your mission done. I, I, I'm trying my best not to spoil this in this episode of our podcast because even though I've only seen five episodes, I've, I've seen, and I will point out that uh, uh, coming up uh, here in just a second, we're going to talk with the author and the executive producer of Shadow and Bone. This is the author, Lee Bardugo, who actually wrote the novels that this series is based on. Mm-hmm. One of the questions that I had for Lee Bardugo is, what was it like when you found out that this was being turned in to a TV series? Because David and I have already told our stories about our wannabe authorish, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> Not going to happen anytime soon, but this did happen to Lee Bardugo. She's going to tell us what it was like uh, to have her stories told into the series that is Shadow and Bone. Let's roll those interviews. Where did this all begin in your mind? What inspired this story? There's so much to talk about. It's just awesome. Well, I'm so glad you feel that way. And uh, we poured a lot of love into this, so that is very cool to hear. Um, Yeah, this really started for me with a question. What if darkness was a place? You know, in fantasy, darkness is often this kind of metaphor, you know, darkness falls across the land. And I wanted to ask what happened when you made that literal. And as soon as I asked that question, I kept getting a lot more questions, you know, okay, uh, where did this darkness come from? What if the monsters you imagined there were real? What would they look like? Um, How would they have evolved after years in the dark? Um, What kind of power would it take to create them? What kind of power would it take to fight them? And so uh, that really uh, is where the idea for the shadow fold began and where Alina Starkov began. Eric, what drew you to this story? I mean, again, I'll just say it again. It's it's I've never seen anything like this. I I absolutely just love it. Well, a friend recommended uh, Six of Crows to me. Uh, that was my gateway drug into this. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, devouring all of them like it was uh, Jirda Parem. Uh, so I had uh, a, a crazy fun time with it, but it was just pleasure reading for me um, until I got the call about a year later from Netflix that said, we know you like Lee's books. Let's talk. <laughs> That's awesome. I like Lee- the way you make them sound like gangsters. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Let's talk, yeah. I mean, what is it like as an author to to know that to see this come to life visually? You know, um, I think that's got to be the most incredible feeling. Like when you found out that this was being developed and becoming a, a, a series like this, what was your reaction? I mean, you know, we we waited a long time to find the right partners to 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 try to make the show with. We knew how much of a challenge it would be. We we knew how hard fantasy adaptations are. And it's a daunting proposition. So, you know, we, despite some of the interest in the, the rights to these books over the years, we really just kept holding back. And then we met with uh, Netflix and I met with Eric and we just knew that we had found the right partners. Um, and it's nice to see that borne out. I've had some gut feelings in this life that haven't gone so well, but this is one where I'm really glad I trusted that first impulse. and. It's, you know, it is both strange and beautiful to see something like this come to life, um, particularly in the way that Eric and his team brought this to life um, with so much detail and so much care. Uh, I feel very lucky. Most days I wake up and I still can't quite believe it's happening. Eric, uh, this is a worldwide phenomenon. I mean, the entire world 
is is waiting for this series, uh, including myself. What do you say to fans as they prepare to watch this and binge it? Um, buckle up. <laughs> that's good. I, 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 I like that. Yeah, I, I would say that like in the creation of this, my concern was capturing the feeling that I had reading the books and making sure that I could carry that over to the show. That's sort of like the spirit of what the books uh, were to me. And, and then the details changed due to the fact that they will in an adaptation. Um, it, it, didn't, it wouldn't bother me as much knowing that we still held on to the feelings. Uh, Lee, I'm going to give you the final word on this. Tell me what it was like for you. Did you were you able to visit any of the sets, watch the production? As you look around and see your characters walking around, I see Eric nodding, so that's good. Uh, but were you able, Lee, when you see these characters come off the pages, become life, what were you thinking? You know, initially I was really afraid of the way that um, these actors were going to replace the images I had of these characters in my head, because once that's gone, it can never be gotten back. But instead I found that watching them on set, watching them interact, watching the way that uh, gestures came to life, unexpected expressions, interactions, it was a kind of alchemy that I never could have expected. And to me, that was the most beautiful surprise of this whole thing. The spectacle is great. The costumes are great. Um, the effects are incredible. But seeing those characters walk and talk and interact with one another, I, I just never could have imagined it. You are listening to The Backstage Experience with David Johnson and Dave Morales. And as this class kind of wraps up, I'm kind of understanding more and more about Shadow and Bone. Uh, I noticed that 21 Laps is the producer behind this. And for those of you who don't know or may have heard that name before, 21 Laps is the studio behind Stranger Things. That's uh, uh, Dan Levine and Sean Levy. And so those guys have been doing Stranger Things for going on four seasons now. So that also piques my interest to this show. Because like you said earlier, Dave, with the budget it looks like that they have for this show, it looks pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I will point out, Again, and I've said it already a couple of times in this episode, but I will point out that the visual effects in this episode or in all the episodes in the series are incredible, David. So you actually, I think you're looking at numbers right now. There was money that was spent on this series, if I'm not mistaken, by Netflix. That's probably why you said that, correct? Yeah, a lot. And I'm assuming that like they're going, they're hoping that this show will take off with Netflix or at least the, like the, the watch time will be really high. Because there are two other books in this series. You have Siege and Storm, and then you have Ruin and Rising. And so it seems like if they get a good enough push in this first season, you're going to get two more seasons or two more, I guess, yeah, I guess two more seasons of this ever-expanding story. I have a feeling, uh, just a simple search on Google or Twitter or even Instagram of Shadow and Bone, and you will see the fans just chomping at the bit waiting for this uh ep these this series these episodes matter of fact uh we're going to be posting this podcast in a lot of those fan groups so if you discovered us the backstage experience podcast by if you found us you know through a shadow and bone group welcome and we encourage you to stick with us you know we're available anywhere podcast yeah uh, you can hear them in iheart uh apple 
uh, Google, anywhere. And please, if you're on the Apple, give us the five-star rating. Leave some comments. We encourage you to follow us on all social at Backstage OL. The O and the L that stands for online, by the way. I get asked that all the time by people. <laughs> but at Backstage OL on Twitter and Instagram. And I really want you to go to our YouTube pages, Backstage OL, because you can actually see the cast of Shadow and Bone. You will be able to see how they reacted to my questions. Uh, the mischievous group, when I told them that, they all were like smiling. Like, Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. So I encourage you to go to our YouTube channel, Backstage OL. Of course, subscribe, hit the notifications bell so you get you know alerted every time we have new interviews because we've got so much content coming up. Matter of fact, David is now going to tell you what is coming up next. Thank you for that plug, Dave. Uh, if you're listening right now as a Tom Clancy fan, next week we're going to be talking Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, which is the new Amazon action film with one Michael B. Jordan. You'll hear how we break down Tom Clancy action films, how he prepared for this film, and a lot other great stuff. So make sure you're subscribed, make sure you're tuning in, and make sure you get the notifications on so you'll see when that episode pops into your wheelhouse. David, uh, I thoroughly have enjoyed this conversation. I hope you know more about Shadow and Bone, and uh, I encourage everybody to check it out on Netflix. And, of course, send us your comments on social media or however you would like to relate to us after you see Shadow and Bone. It debuts on Netflix on Friday, April 23rd. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week.